And welcome to the championship edition of the Bill Ricca's Finest Lights Outcast. A couple days late, uh, holiday plans got in the way, but we are here nonetheless. This week I am joined by just one co-host, uh, Stack I Pierce. Stack I Pierce, how are we doing? You know, not not great, not great. Coming off the loss, going to bring in some effort to the third place game. But, uh, you know, I'm here because I complete, I'm going to complete the season. You know, I'm dedicated to this cast, unlike some of our co-hosts. How was your Christmas, Stack I Pierce? Doing anything fun? I worked, but actually, it ended up. Uh, I ended up getting sick Christmas night. It was terrible, and like Christmas is one of those holidays you can't just like take personal time and go home. So I felt bad. So I just like sat in the back room with the chills and the sweats. And I woke up in the morning, and my lieutenant's just like, "Dude, go the fuck home. You look like shit." And I just hopefully I didn't get everyone else sick, but I've been sick all week. But I'm feeling good today. How about We're you? Lucky there was no major emergency. Yeah, if I'm not 100, percent then the town's completely compromised. Yeah, that's true. And we are also joined this oh, Yeah. <laughs> We're also joined this week by a special guest. Uh one of the championship finalists. Uh my pick to win the championship. I uh, would join this week by Steve Murray. I believe the other one uh was afraid to come. Coscavs, how we doing? No, we're doing good. We're happy to uh be in the championship. Had a great holiday. And uh Pierce, I'm glad to hear that the cast has brought you back to life. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm, I feel resurgence now that we're airing. All you need. Sometimes. How many electrolytes did he put down, Piss? <laughs> Probably like one of those whole packets of re, uh, those whole little uh, containers of relight that I've been drinking. Tons of it didn't help at all. Still put me out for like three days. Sucks. So we won't well, be picking them up as a uh... medicine. I think I just got like a case of depression from that beat down Muzz put on me. I didn't think I was sick. Yeah, it was quite the beatdown he put on you. Most, how was, was Christmas pathetic. for you? Lots I'd of, uh, rather joy. not even have been in it. What'd you say? Uh, it was from us. I said, how was Christmas for you? Lots of joy for the kids? Yeah, lots of joy. A lot of presents. A lot of, uh, a lot of action all around. It was great. Boys loved it. How excited hey. are the boys for uh, Dad to be in the championship? <clears throat> That's the one gift I wasn't able to give them on Christmas Day, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be their New Year's present, I hope. <laughs> So they Steve, said, what do you think? How do you, how do you how do you think you match up against John this week? Uh I um I think that he's he's like in a real tough spot with with receiver and tight end to some degree, just because Everett maxes out around like four points when he has a good week. But between Hertz and McCaffrey and like just the performance that he's like out of the gate hot. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. And uh, I feel like my team has like pretty good matchups, but like, he's just so down at receiver right now. So um, I don't know. It's just like, it seems like a tough one to overcome. And then Mostert even seems like a, a risky play. He's questionable heading in. They just played the Cowboys and like, I don't know, Miami just seems like a front runner team where they play a good team and then people don't really show up. And I just feel like the Ravens defense is, is like probably best in the league and Mostert might have a tough time, like could potentially get hurt. So I don't know. I, uh, I like my shot going into it, but you never know. That's the beauty of uh championship week. You never know. I'm I'm calling this game the uh, Mount Rushmore game. Whoever wins this gets on the uh, league Mount Rushmore. I've decided they'll be the set, the fourth two time champ. That's right, you Pat and Werky. Yep, we're the Mount Rushmore three now, so we need a fourth. It'll either be Steve or John. 
Yeah, this wow. is Muzz. This this is your dynasty. Two, the possible two wins in three years. It took you a while. You always drafted well. You just could never get it done. But now, like, you're a top-tier player in this league. Yeah, I do want to hold out for that, um, that like, important anniversary to win. So I, I settled on the 10-year the anniversary. But now it's uh, – hopefully it's dynasty time, but you never know. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah. I picked up my good luck charm. I got Boston Scott on my bench. He uh, he helped me beat John a couple of years ago. So maybe he can. So help just me for more out purposes, he picked him up. I like that. Right. Yeah. You, not, not not enough teams are playing the good luck charm in the playoffs. And when you could, you got that extra roster spot. Just just a good locker veteran locker room presence. He's been here before. Knows how to handle himself to win in a championship weekend. So I think he's really going to help my team out. Big locker room guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I, that guy Pierce, what do you, who do you got in this championship matchup? So, like, looking at looking at this matchup, I mean, obviously, like, obviously I wanted to win, but, like, these were the two best teams on paper going in, the best performing teams for the season. So this is how it should be. But I feel like John, he's been – he was running this whole season on, like, McCaffrey and Mostert, like, having, like – multi-touchdown games and then Hurts and Evans having their big games but he needs people to have huge games and then he gets he gets these big totals I just think Muzz has the better overall team like and I think he matches up kind of well at running back I mean Montgomery's losing touches to uh Gibbs but Kareem Williams like he's another one of those guys that can have a monster game like three touchdowns but um I just think that Jackson's matching up well with Hurts this year and then you got Lamb and Brown and you have Kelsey who's due for a huge game and the Chiefs' offense is actually just due for a game. I just think that you're better or at least more rounded out at every position, and that's usually what I look for. So I, I like Muzz to take the win. I like the uh, Muzz-Baltimore play, like what he was just talking about with uh, Mostert. Yeah, it's kind of a win-win if uh, Baltimore D does well. I mean, Mostert's not going to do that good, you would assume. I um, mean, their D has just been awesome. Yeah, I'm, I think Murray's talent is definitely better than John's. John's 16 points last night from Cleveland D definitely helps him. Uh, he needed that kind of game from his D, I think, with this uh, mismatch kind of going into the finals. That's going to make it a lot closer. Um, overall, I think talent wins out, though. I like Lamb this week versus Detroit. I think that, that Dallas is going to score a lot of points, and I think there's going to be – Detroit's also going to score a lot of points, so I think they're going to have to use Lamb the whole game. Um, Brown against Arizona is a great matchup. Gabe Davis, you never know. He could have a massive week like he did last week, or it could disappear. That's an iffy, but, I mean, his receivers are just much better than John's with the injuries he's had and the timing of him just not great. Um, Kyron's been awesome. He's probably been the second-best running back, I would say, behind McCaffrey. Uh, maybe Mostert, too, actually. But uh, overall, I like it uh, for Steve. I think he's just going to get it done. I think he puts himself up on Mount Rushmore this year. Uh, John's injuries came at the wrong time of the year. Uh, he's going to have to settle for second. And Steve, yeah, I, mean, I assume you're taking yourself, right? Um, yeah, I'm going to take myself. Got to championship week. Um, <clears throat> I agree with all the points you guys made. Just John's got like the the most like top end talent for quarterback, running back. It, honestly, like he almost even had it for receiver if Waddle Waddle didn't go down because Evans has just been on fire. And I, I still think Evans is on fire this week. Lattimore is not playing, which is usually his kryptonite. But um, I think it's a close one. But, uh, like, for my running backs, I feel like they're not too far behind Johns with Kyron being, like, so close to McCaffrey and Mostert dinged up. So, um, you know, it's uh, I think my receivers have got to get me over the hump, which I think they do. 
I yeah, also I like John, John's been a powerhouse all year. I just it feels like it's just he's just slowing down injuries to his team catching up. Like it just sucks that it happens in the playoffs, but it just seems like your team your team's firing all cylinders lately. Second half of the year, ever since Cosmos passed away. Yeah, it's very Mexico. true. Cosmo, I mean, yeah, it's the Angels in the outfield effect. It absolutely is. I uh, I was talking to John about this uh, yesterday, but the the role he's been on with McCaffrey and Mostert playing in every single game this year is like the most unlikely scenario to ever happen. Like those guys, yes. you draft them and you expect them to play like seven, eight games like throughout the season because they always get dinged up. They've been in every single week. It's wild. Yeah, when you win a title, like, you need things to go your way. You need, like, the injury bug to stay away from you. You need, like, your big guys to – or you need to get lucky on the waiver wires with a trade. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that could be a good sign for John. But, yeah, I just don't think he has enough talent. But it is – that is a great point. Like, those two never stay healthy. Never. One other quick thing. Uh, sorry, you might not like this story, but the Miami screw job. So, trading with BT – just the way things are kind of like unfolding for me. I was going after Miami D so hard just because they had such a good schedule leading up. Like every back and forth we had, I had to have Miami D. <laughs> like ultimately BT traded them to me. And uh, man, like if they didn't do that, I'm probably not the two seed. And then I dropped them because I made the two seed because like that randomly happened with, I think like the stackies took down Pierce. It was like the unlikely loss by Pierce. Um and then, uh, and then I was able to drop them and BT scoop them up and didn't play them. I I can't believe he didn't play him. That was if he picked him up and played him, whatever. But then he just picked him up, didn't play him, dropped him the next week. I was like, BT, amazing. It was a crazy chain of events. I think that if I get more points than uh, Murray this week and Murray wins, I should be co-champ. I think that that will they'll be that'll go down in the record books as co-champ. Yeah, this league's due for this league's due for another asterisk championship. <laughs> Maybe Lynch can come to our draft still, even though he's not going to be in the league and he'll draw on someone else's hat. Oh, he'll be in the father-son father draft. At this Good. rate, no one's going to get invited to his son's first birthday. He's pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering how many hurt feelings we had over last week's cast from Lynch. No, it was all out of love. It was out of love. I mean, I'm yeah. sure even, even if we said anything now, he ain't listening anymore. He's probably erased us from his memory if he isn't that mad about it. I think yeah. the word you're looking for is brooding. He's brooding at home. What does brooding mean? I've never heard that before. It's like stewing. He's like upset and just moping. Yeah, I might start using that brooding. I think it's I like an thinking... angry. I think it's like an angry moping. Yeah, we got anything else for Steve Pierce? Or... No, I have good luck. Good luck, Muzz. You know, I'm rooting for you. You know, can never really root for John. Nothing really against him. It's just something I won't do. So. Good luck. Bring another championship. Get on that Mount Rushmore. John is like your Dallas Cowboys. You just can't root for him. You hate him. <laughs> can't root for him. I'll wear a jacket with his face on it, though. <laughs> when uh, when John came over, Louie uh, threw, threw a little shade at him, I think, because he knew it was championship weekend. But as he was leaving, um, you know, John, great uncle to the kids. He brought them Christmas gifts. And then uh, boys opened them up. And John's like, all right, I got to go now. And they were like, Louie goes, bye, John. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, 
Got to bring it home for the boys. Uncle John, does Uncle John rival Uncle Pat? Uh, I don't know. That's probably a question for uh, for Joe D and then my kids to to yeah. answer. Yeah, I watched this to get uh, perspective. You have to get lunch with Joe D and get pan notes. Speaking of Joe D, I watched this movie yesterday. Anyone here see Saltburn? No. No, you get it's on Amazon. Check it out there. It is basically what I would describe. I would think Jody does to Pat. That's like the friendship that this kid has. It is. There's some scenes you'd be like, oh, my God, you'll laugh instantly. If you, oh, is okay, it really so sad? I have, I have to, I have to no, it's just like a boy obsessing about another like his friend. It's you got there's some real Jody Pat moments in there. Oh, <laughs> and two of them are just like, oh, my God. And if you think of it as Jody, you can't help but laugh. Let me oh, give it a watch. So just picture Jody and Pat as kids. Yeah, if they were, uh, yeah, exactly. All right. All right, Steve, best of luck this week. All right, thanks, boys. All right. All right, that's that. We're not recording anymore. We're recording? I'm... Yeah, and it was, it's always great to have Steve come by. Um, you know, it's a shame John could, wouldn't show. He must be afraid. Yeah, I know. Muzz did a pretty good job carrying Ron's weight by himself, but he could have used John. I think John is too in his own head that he thinks if he came on the show this week, he'd be jinxing his potential uh, potential win. I think that's why he refused. He didn't even <laughs> acknowledge the text. I was literally looking at like he does. He's not letting you get in his head. I was looking at his lineup, just looking for a matchup that he would plug someone in just to make a mistake because he's in his own head. Like, oh, I'll put this guy in. He's got a good matchup. He really has no one to, like, put in. And he texted me last night. He texted saying he, he's saying he was thinking about playing Elijah Moore before the Jets game. I bet you wish he had now. Yeah, but like, it's like look, like all those little plays. Like, I used to do it all the time. Like, it was just like, oh, this guy's on Thursday Night Football. He's due for a game. He put up, like, fucking point nine. And it's like, why did I do that? The worst is when you put a guy in Thursday and you're like, it's like 50-50 with a guy on Sunday and then it's just like, oh shit, he did nothing. I just put him yeah. on Thursday because I wanted to watch and I couldn't wait till Sunday. Yeah, like I wanted to get a hefty lead and feel comfortable going to the weekend and I just fucking screwed myself. Yep, that's generally how that works. Thursday, once in a while, Thursday moves will play like U.S. Raiders D played against me. Um, yeah. But sometimes, yeah. a lot of the time, they just get nothing. It's like, fuck, no, dude, it, I wish I just not nothing. Often that that worked. Yeah, not often that works out. No. Um, before we go, uh, 12th man, you got any candidates? I mean, I think, I think dudes should be in consideration. I mean, I know he's not a big football, like avid football. Like he doesn't know a lot about it, but I mean, I, I don't know if he's ever actually played fantasy before, but he would, I think he's our first like true non-league member that listens to the cast every single week. I know we have assumptions that, like, suck listen to every week, but Deuce actually, like, waits for it to come out and listen. Like, really likes the cast. He might just do it for the cast, and I don't think it's that hard to pick it up. Like, we can just get him through the draft. Like, he can prep. But Yeah, it's like an hour worth of research you need. That's about it. show up to all the shit, too, because he just loves to, like, meet up with the guys. Yeah, especially that he's got that kid now. Oh, yeah, congrats, dudes, on the baby, by the way, if you are getting time to listen to this. Christmas baby, Jesus, dudes. Christmas Eve baby. Christmas Eve baby. I got the picture on Christmas Day. I thought it was Christmas Eve. Yeah, it Christmas. felt like Christmas once he sent it. Yeah. Christmas Eve yeah, baby. Chris- 24. I mean, that I, I, that's a tough, tough, tough spot to be born. Christmas Eve. 
Honestly, my niece is born, was born January 3rd, and it still feels tough. It's like, dude, we just like gave her a million things, and now it's like next weekend, and we got to go over and do the same thing. Yeah, agreed. It's like a lot to do. And then uh, it, it, it's also just like the kid, like you get so many gifts. It's like, which ones are you going to play? Like, how do you oh. – it's tough. You don't want all your gifts in one time. It's amazing how you age with it too. She's she's spoiled rotten. I feel like I'm I feel I feel like an old man saying that, but it's like she's had she's had a tough go. But it's like she came over to our house and like I got her stuff for her birthday because I was like, oh, she's having a million things to open on Christmas, and like she opened a million things, and then is still looking around like there's more to open. And I'm like, dude, like Jeff, Jeff got her like five things. She didn't even say thank you for any of them, but like no one disciplines her i'm just like this is terrible and she, she say thank you everyone doesn't say thank you to me because i didn't give her anything directly and i was like dude i'm what the fuck like i bought her all the birthday shit you know but it kind of takes away from it but i guess that's just how kids are so you got no thank you got no thank you forced thank you don't even want it sympathy thank you will don't you get a shit. thank you on january 3rd though no oh, i'll be the top dog january 3rd so no one else will get a thank you then but you'll get a mega thank you Oh, no, my mom probably bought her a million things for her birthday, too. She loves to spend money. What was the top gift? I'm curious what, like, seven-year-old girls are into these days. She's got a ton of, like, Barbie shit, but, like, that stuff's expensive when you get, like, multiple things. Is Was Barbie yeah, out I and then you think not. came back because the movie? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's the only grown man I know that knows exactly what to get a seven-year-old girl because that's what he's playing. <laughs> He does a lot better than me. I <laughs> I got her some uh, like Harry Potter Legos last year, and she really liked it. So I just added to that collection. So, ooh, what's Legos. your favorite one, Professor Snape? I got her the castles this year. So we got to get her doing full Harry Potter character uh, Legos, like the six thousand piece ones. Yeah, that'll be me doing the whole fucking thing. She when she gets going, she gets it going for a little bit. Doesn't have the best attention span. See, Legos, I feel like, would be a good gift to give, like, your, uh, like someone on your in-laws' side. That way you can get away with the kids and just do Legos for six hours while everyone else is talking. You don't have to deal with them. Oh, you guys are playing a game. I'm going to be doing Legos with the kids. I wish I didn't get this. <sighs> yeah, I was down I was down Virginia for uh, Christmas. I was there for about a week. Um, yeah, and I wish I had somewhere to escape to. In, in, even, though, even if they had nice, nice people and everything, it's still nice to just get away and do your own thing, you know? Oh no, I know my my in laws. They're dead nice, but they, it's 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 weird. They have like their own family dynamic. I feel like I'm just butting in. Yeah, agreed. Like you're there, but it's like, uh... yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm just supposed to be part of the family dynamic. I was like, I get it, but like, what am I supposed to do? You guys are talking like inside jokes the whole time. I was sitting at courtside at a uh, Virginia University of Virginia basketball game. I was on TV the whole night, apparently. Nice. So yeah, I wore a, a cast T-shirt. So I'm, I wonder if we'll get any new listeners. Oh, that'd be awesome! Nice Virginia base. Yeah, we needed a no. It was on the it's national TV, ACC network. Fusco had it on. Oh, you're really putting this thing on the map, literally. Yeah, I mean, the cast needed more pub. I mean, I know Dutes is worried about kids coming and TPing in his house because we're giving out his yeah, address. We need it. We need to get like a, uh, you know, a security guy to protect our information because like people are gonna be coming at Dutes and everything's got. Yeah, I think producer Ron needs an assistant so we can edit out any uh. Any potential too personal information? You cannot give someone like Ron an assistant. He'll have his assistant summon in every week for him. Oh, Ron's busy, like so. I'm here. <laughs> where do we think Ron actually day. is this week? If you had to pick one spot, where do you think Ron actually is this week? 
like where he is right now. Yeah, why couldn't he attend? I think he made something up so he couldn't be here. So he's either eating or shitting out something he ate. But <laughs> I kind of hope we he's, see. he's literally on his couch waiting for you to send this to him so he can just upload it. <laughs> I think <laughs> he is too. Producer Ron thinks he's earned. Producer Ron probably has earned a day off. He hasn't had one all season. Um, he took. He was sick. He battled through it. Came onto the cast. He's been battling with a uh, strip club dom. Uh, if anyone deserves a day off, it's producer Ron. It's a shame. It's the final day of the season, though. The last cast of the year, producer Ron no showed. It's it's sad. Hopefully, he comes on at the end of the cast and delivers a farewell message and some locks. Yeah, Ron's locks were one and three last week, so he's officially under five hundred for the first time this season. Oh, subpar Ron. Uh, subpar Ron. He's do he he actually could he could use a good week just to bring above five hundred for the season. We need Ron to come on and send a PSA message at the end. Do you think he will? No, I don't. I mean, he probably won't even listen. Man? Do you have any 12-man suggestions? I actually had another one, but, like, it's not really going to happen. But I was actually thinking if we did add someone like Joe D and we just rip him as much as we do and see if he can, he quits in season. That is, then that's a whole other can of worms. Then you're going to have to get Crumb managing his team as well. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It'd just be like something that doesn't happen in a lot of leagues. It's like, oh, what happens? Like, well, we had to manage a 12 team because we ripped this guy so bad that he stopped setting the lineup. Yeah, I'm, I'm just also not sure that's even worth like having Jody come to the draft. I know he's, he's a good punching bag, but. Oh, I'd love, I would love the fucking beef that would happen with BT and Jody. I just feel like they'd hate each other. Those two wouldn't hate each other. They're both. I, don't know, I could just feel it. BT's like, oh, this is the this is the new low man, so I'm going to go at him a little bit. And Jody would take it so perfectly. And BT will be excited to have a new low man. I mean, being 12th out of 12th is tough, so now he gets to be bumped yeah, up in the pecking order. Yeah, BT filled with some drinks and just being like, dude, hey, Jody's the new low man. It's a tradition for you to just like throw a couple of digs at him. We need, we do need a 12th man, but Jody is not in the running. Do you really have anyone you've thought of? No, Dudes really was probably our like, best. Yeah. Godfather would be my number one, but he said he'll never join after we have said never let him come in any other year. No. But no, man, we get the Godfather. Camera. We've had so many people in and out. The 12th I mean, I know a lot of the thing. guys don't know Pulliam, but he, he might be a possibility if we really needed someone. Yeah, but. I mean... We're open to suggestions. Twelfth man should be. I'd like to get the twelfth man filled a lot earlier than we do in years past. So anyone who in any suggestion is welcome. We should. I'm going to do an interview process this year, though. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I like to think dude should be like a top candidate if he wanted it, but I don't even think I don't know if he'd want it. I just don't know if he's that into fantasy, actual fantasy football. I just think he likes the camaraderie that comes with this league. Yeah, hopefully, dude wants to join. If he, it's it's a, he he's, he came to the league golf tournament even. Yep, came to the league golf tournament. I feel like he would, if he was invited, he would show up to the dra draft just to rip beers and hang out. He came after, I think, didn't he come? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He was probably at the office. Post draft party. Yeah, dudes loves the draft. Yeah, who doesn't? Draft day is a great day. Yeah, I got. I mean, that's about it for me. I got nothing else. You got anything, Chris? No, I got nothing. I mean, hoping to. Win my third place game, even though it doesn't matter. But at least I can have some dignity that I was almost there. No, I do need. I need league money from a lot of people. Um, I don't even you remember do who I said. I got to get you money. 
yeah, I need to get it. It's soon because I have to pay these people at the retreat. So when I buy the retreat, I need everyone's money. All right. If you have not paid. I know some, I've gotten like half of it. I think half of it is still. I don't remember who exactly, but you know who you are. Lange, I know always. I'm sure we'll get that soon. (laughs) What what, do you think Lange is going to do the board? Yeah, and Leah Joe's the board. Hopefully he gets us a nice one. That, that's like, it's something small, but that's something you can't let him live down if he never pays for the board. He's got to get the board. Yeah, like if he if he leaves without paying for the board, it's just something you got to bring up at every passing. No, it's not even paying for the board. He has to buy one for us. He needs to get it delivered to his house and then get it to somebody who's coming to the draft. I think Casey yeah. actually did that. Casey did that one year when he was suspended. He brought the he bought the board still and let us have it. Yep, Casey. Yeah, I, you know, he'd be a stand-up guy. Yeah, for as much shit oh, as yeah. we've talked about Casey, he did that move. So, Lange, you could be lower than Casey if you don't get that board. Yeah, I mean, we like to we, we we've chirped Casey a ton, but I mean, he's paid his dues. If he came back, I'd welcome him. I don't know if John John might fight him. Yeah, Casey's also a potential twelfth man. You know, you know, in Red Dog. I don't think. I don't think. Does he even do it anymore? I don't think he does like any gambling at all. I mean, or I would hope not. But or just drinking—that was his problem. I, don't know. I think it was a combination of a lot of things. Yeah, but you know, you've learned to never say never with the czar. Once you're in the league, you always have a seat at the table. There's always that option. Red Dogs, you know, we're talking to you too. The original Red Dogs. Red Dog could. This is like one of those years where he might come back for a year. Placeholder. Placeholder. I've dog. asked him before, and I remember he just said, "I can't go down that road again." <laughs> he goes off the wheels. <laughs> he's just off the tracks the whole season. He can't set lineups. He's over drinking. <laughs> he I haven't heard he from the dog. I I wonder what the dog is up to. I have no. I have zero clue what Rian is actually up to right now. None. Rian really is a wild card. I just love like you'll get that random text. It's like. Country club? Question mark. <laughs> he usually just sends me some like random thing from some Seinfeld or something else. And then I'll respond to him and he'll never respond back. So you never know what Rian's actually doing. He ruins dad like all the time at the grocery store. Should, Rian should texted I- me and Fusco like a few weeks back and he goes, oh, I heard Morielli lost 60 grand over the weekend. I was like, there's no way that's accurate. Fuck it. Rand gets the inside scoop when everyone's gambling. Dude, sixty grand is an absurd amount of money. You could not lose. No one in our like. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't see them. Like, I, I've heard a couple stories about like Doobie losing a ton of cash, but like, I feel like they have so much coming in randomly, and they piss it away sometimes. But I don't think Morali's rolling in that much. Sixty grand? Yeah, that's like crazy. Our ten grand's like what I'm thinking is like the most that they lose in. Oh, what a 60 time. is like how you if you lose 60 grand like that's like that would set your like family back like yeah. years. Yeah, you got, that's a lot of debt to pay off. Yeah. Well, you have to think all your all your day to day like expenses and your yearly expenses are all going on credit at that point. Yeah. And that's that's how you that's how you find yourself uh, declaring for bankruptcy. Yes. Losing assets. Yep. That- Yes, that'll do it. All right. Yeah, all in all, a great season. Had a lot of fun on the cast. I think this was probably our best year yet. Uh, cast keeps growing and growing. Um, we're getting better and better, more live uh, segments. We, but we, I think we abandoned some segments. We had boobs and bulls. T and me was great though this year. Um, I love the cast. I think I think 
we get, I don't know, sky's the limit, I would say, for this show. We keep getting better and better each year, and I'm looking forward to next year. Maybe we'll surprise you with an off-season yeah. cast once we find out who the 12th man is. Yeah, um, leagues stepped up this year, too. There's a lot of good Dens. Yeah, Dens were hot this year. The The league has showed, the, the participants have showed up this year for the Den. They know when it's their time, and they, they deliver. We did not have any like bum bum dens. Every everyone every den was good a good den. Yeah, I agree. All right, Man, best of luck this week. Best of luck this week to Steve and John, and uh, we'll see everyone at the retreat. And until next year, uh, this was uh, a great show, and Lee will we'll miss you. We'll have a great off season. Pierce, get some rest. Producer Ron, take an extended vacation. I know you took this week off. You're still gonna edit it, get it out. Uh, but till next year, guys. See you later. See, this is where producer on is good at finding the pause button. <laughs> Getting a good look at your face. <laughs>